Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about the crucible of life. So I'm going to give you six things that you will want to write down. I promise you, you're going to want to write these down. So when we're going throughout life and we're experiencing challenges and issues and problems, uh, that is the crucible of life coming for us, trying to help us become the best version of ourselves. And in my personal experience, and then working with hundreds of of coaching clients, these are the six things that pop up all the time uh, that are really opportunities for our growth. We might look at them as uh, hurdles. However, they really, when we know what's happening, uh, they can be instrumental in our growth. So you're going to want to write that down. And then at the end, I'm going to share with you two opportunities uh, that you can actually go through with these six things and learn more about. So we're launching our self-image mastery program. Doors are already open. Please invite your friends. And then uh, on a second round of our spiritual weight loss challenge, that's going to be a seven day challenge. We have limited spots open for that now because I have a capacity that I can, I can do for that. So, uh, both of the links are in the description, but go ahead and listen to the podcast. Make sure you take your, your notes and then check those out and see which one of those options is right for you. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So let's talk about the crucible of life. So a crucible is basically a hot environment for melting metals like gold. Uh, it it uh, kind of skims away all the yucky parts, helps you to clean those um, metals. That's the physical part of a crucible. And then, of course, there is also uh, emotional and mental uh, crucibles that we can go through, which is a little bit about what we talk here on this podcast. So if you're a regular listener, you probably already know that we focus on growing and processing out our thoughts and feelings. And in order to have true progress in life, you know, whatever your term for success is, there are six different areas that we need to work on and change. Okay, so we need to put them through the crucible and really bring out the the impurities, get rid of them so that we can be more pure. Okay, now I I want to emphasize this, that I'm not saying that you are impure. What I'm saying is that your your essence is pure and innocent and perfect and your uh, humanness, if you will, uh, we all have issues, don't we? So I would highly recommend that you write these six things down. Uh, These are six things that I've been working on for myself for many years, some of them longer than others. Uh, And I know that this is basically the, the curriculum for the rest of my life. Okay. So the six things that we need to work on in the crucible of life. So the first one is um, a false identification with family and friends. All right, Michelle, what in the world does that mean? Well, it means that, you know, we have groups of people around us. So obviously your family of origin, uh, your community, whatever job you, you currently have, we have people around us. And sometimes we have attachments to them and they kind of draw us down a little bit. So I'll give you an example. 
When I was starting out on my PhD process, which seems a million years ago and also yesterday, uh, I had people in my life who were very supportive of me, but they did not understand why I was doing this. And they did not understand that I had to do it. Uh, you see, nobody in, in my life even knew somebody with a PhD, uh, let alone, you know, had the thought that, that Michelle, little old Michelle could get a PhD. So if I had stuck with what that group of people said to me, I would become less than in my life and not go after um, this goal. So sometimes we falsely identify with the thoughts and beliefs of the people around us. It, it makes me remember uh, a couple years ago, I went to Paraguay and with I, I did some training with the John Maxwell team. We trained uh, every teacher in the country of Paraguay on how to enact a leadership curriculum with their students. It was an amazing adventure. And the one thing that I I it just struck me is that they are such a collective culture. And here in the United States, we are not, we're more individualistic, but they're a collective culture. And many times, uh, it is unacceptable to have a thought or an attitude outside of what your people group says. So it's foreign to them, literally foreign to them to think about creating a goal that somebody hasn't already done before. So if somebody in your family has not been a teacher, there's no reason why you would be a teacher. Okay. So, so that's one of those things that we really need to work on. And I'm not saying that you need to go against everything that your family and your friends stand for. However, when we're on this process of growth and trying to become the best version of ourselves that we can be, Sometimes we need to say, you know what, these sets of values, beliefs, they might not be doing it for me. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, we need to work on changing the acceptance of the limitations that we have. Uh, the, the easiest way to, to describe this is my mother, God bless her. She did the very best she could. And she was just passing down a lot of stuff that she learned as a kid. Uh, but she would always tell us that we came from the shallow end of the gene pool. Now, listen, that was not the worst thing she ever said. So she always said it very jokingly, but her intent was to help us understand that we are, we are broken. We are flawed. We are going to have, um, physical limitations, health limitations, and quite frankly, both sides of my family, just about everybody has died before the age of 70. Uh, and so that has really been keyed in to me uh, that we're going to have an early, early life or early death. Now, I don't believe that. And thank God I have Psyche because I've been able to really adjust those beliefs. I do not believe that. Uh, I believe that that is a belief that was passed down uh, from generation to generation and it stops with me. So, uh, accepting that we have limitations, accepting, I, I saw this on a, um, John Maxwell team post the other day. Uh, I think it was during one of our, our live events and somebody said, you know, I I'm having an issue building my business because I live in more of a rural community. And I piped up and said, Oh my goodness, I can help. You know, I, I don't live in a metropolitan area. There's all kinds of things that you could do. And somebody else right after that said, oh yes, you know, we, 
those of us who are, uh, you know, in rural areas, we really have it hard. And she just kind of went on and I was like, yeah, no, you don't have to accept that limitation. I have, I have business and work sometimes falling into my lap. You don't have to accept any limitation. So when that limitation shows up, acknowledging it, noticing it and saying, okay, this is just the yuckiness in the crucible of life that I'm going to get rid of. The third thing that we can really work on is attachment to uh, persons or places. So this is really talking about that people pleasing idea. Um, And I, you know, this is one that's a lesson for me. This is something I've been working on my whole life. And as I'm trying to transition my business to some really cool stuff here that's coming up in the future, I'm realizing that certain people aren't going to make it with me on the journey. Uh, and there's all kinds of reasons for that. And at first I realized I wasn't making choices in my business because I wanted them to join me and they're just not. And so long story short, I've got to continue to, to grow and, and release those people. And when I say release them, it's more lovingly invite them to be the best version of themselves. And sometimes that's staying where they are, but I need to go somewhere else. Uh, I've, I've adjusted how I do business where I no longer do certain contracts. I no longer take on certain clients. Um, I, I no longer do certain jobs. And it's because the attachment to that work and and those clients and jobs uh, is at a lower level and and I'm going somewhere, I'm growing, okay? So sometimes the crucible of life, we're we're introduced to, hey, is, is this friend really supporting you in your growth or are they keeping you down? If so, you can lovingly release them. You can always come back for a relationship, but maybe they're not the person to be giving you advice or, or being a part of your inner circle. Um, the fourth thing that we need to really be aware of and work on, uh, in this crucible, try to skim apart the things that are not working for us is culture. Okay. So I have on my sheet here, culture in, uh, quotes. Okay. So culture in its simplest form is the way we do things. Okay. That's it. Culture is the way we do things. So there are many ways of doing things and we don't realize most of the time how connected they are to our culture. So race, religion, nationality, ethnic, ethnic group, etc. So any of the identifying factors that you use to identify yourself, there is a way of doing things connected to that. So I'll, I'll, um, bring out religion. Okay. So depending on, on your religion, you will look at the world in a very different way. Now I am not saying get rid of culture, not by any means. What I'm saying is we need to pay attention to how our culture affects us and make a conscious decision. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've talked to people in my, my lifetime and the decisions that they're making are because somebody from a pulpit 
or somebody with a, a, a stethoscope and a white coat or somebody, you know, that, that is in some other authoritative position said they had to do it this way. Anytime you come back to, I have to do it because so-and-so told me, I want you to just check yourself and ask yourself, is this in alignment with what I want? Because I can tell you this, that I've had many epiphanies over, over time and realized, whoa, my inner hidden voice is a little bit more important and powerful than somebody else who's talking out there. So for example, I've been, uh, you know, I, uh, listening to a lot of podcasts and, and different online books and every now and then somebody will say something and it's, it, there's like a bad feeling in my gut. And I realize, nope, that is not in alignment with who I want to be. Now that person is not bad or wrong or, or it's not that they're not doing good work. It's just that that's not for me. So be careful of the things that your culture is telling you and ask yourself, is that for me or is that against me? Uh, another thing that we need to run through that crucible is personal attitude. So your attitude is a combination of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. So you know, I woke up this morning and, and yesterday and the day before I've done a lot of physical activity. Uh, I've just been kind of on this high of, of getting outside. It's been lovely. The, the sun has been shining. It's just beautiful. And this morning I woke up and guess what? I was feeling very sore. I was feeling very tired. And I, after sitting down and having my meditation and my study and some psyche balances, I I'm feeling a lot better. And, you know, my husband was trying to interact with me throughout the day and I just, I just, just like snippy with him. And I realized, well, wait a minute, this is my attitude showing up and I can change this attitude. This is not stuck in stone. So I began to ask myself, you know, what's going on? Why are you feeling this way? Um, what thoughts are you having? Uh, because I noticed the actions with my husband were not what I wanted. And long story short, I realized, oh, I need a little bit of rest today. So I'm going to adjust my schedule a little bit, take a little bit of time for me before I jump into getting some work done today. It's as simple as that. Noticing, ooh, wait a minute, I'm saying and doing things that I don't necessarily want to say or do. What's the reasoning behind that? And how can I move forward? And then, you know, the last one, number six is really related to that. It's, it's looking at your thoughts and feeling patterns and, and saying which one of these is helping and which one is hurting. So, you know, I talk about this all the time when, when my husband and I, we've been together, you know, over 20 years now, uh, we have a lot of patterns set in, right? And so when he and I are interacting and, you know, we go into the fight zone, if you will, uh, you, you know, once the pattern has started, it's very hard to stop the pattern. Or once, you know, you, you are being operated by your fear. I, I see this a lot with clients. Um, you know, one person has a fear of criticism really bad. And so anytime she's trying to make a decision in her business, she's running through some of these other things. What are my family going to say? What are my friends going to say? What about my current clients? And her, her fear, her monster X is, is showing up. And until we 
really have the heat behind that fear, we're not going to be able to take the fear out of the situation. That's why we're talking about the crucible of life. There are these moments that show up in our life where these six things show up in a big and mighty way and they're invitations to us to be the highest and best version of ourselves. So when these issues show up, we have our greatest opportunity to learn and grow, um, to really know ourselves at a deeper level and to wake up and make a change. So oftentimes I'll, I'll be talking to people, whether it be just a friend or family member, one of the kids, uh, and they're talking about something in their life. That's an issue, a problem or a challenge. And it's always related to one of these six things. Okay. Always never has it been real outside of this. So the one thing I always think about is, okay, how can I help them move the needle just a little bit and understand these are the things that are, are coming into play. For example, you know, the kids are getting a little bit older, um, and <laughs> issues when you're a teenager, gosh, I, I, I forgot how that was, but I would not give anything to be a teenager ever again. Um, and so as I'm talking to them and talking about what's going on, they're having issues because uh, their thoughts, their feelings, their attitudes, uh, even the, the culture that they have grown up in have given them certain values and they're not in alignment with what their friends are saying. Uh, and so, or attachment to certain friends that are no longer serving them well. That's something we're dealing with right now. And it's hard to say no to somebody when you've had a relationship, even though you know sticking with this person is probably not going to be good for you. So the crucible of life starts very, very early. And it continues probably until the day that, that we die. Now, some people, they go throughout life, they're, they're like zombies. They, they never wake up. They're, they never realize that these things are out there. Um, and maybe that was you. At one point, that was me in my life. And as we begin to start to wake up, we realize that hoping isn't a plan and one day isn't on the calendar. We've got to actually do something if we want a better life. So, you know, if you want a change, if you want something different in your life, uh, Gandhi said this, be the change you want to see in the world. You've got to be it. You've got to really internalize it. So that means you've got to work on these six things. Okay. So what is your plan to work on these six things? What's your plan? Okay. Now, if you're like most people, and, and this would have been me several years ago, you're not going to be able to enact a plan to work on these six things in an intentional way by yourself. Okay. So you, you're going to need a group of people to do that. I have two options for you. Neither one of these things should surprise you. If you're really looking forward to working on these six things, here's your two options. The first option is our self-image mastery group. Uh, we've opened the doors officially, so you can come in. I'll, I'll put the, the description in, or excuse me, the link in the description. 
There's going to be two links. If you have never taken the self-image mastery course before, um, go to that the first one. If you have taken it before, which many people have, use the alumni link because that will give you a discount. Okay. So in this course, basically what happens is it's a, a six week course and it's designed to help you understand what happens in your brain, what happens in your body, what happens in your behavior, what are some of these six things? So we, we directly pull out, you know, what, what influences your family has had on you, what influences your culture has had on you, how you've developed certain beliefs and behaviors. We pull those out and then ask you, how do you want to edit those? How do you want to change it? So I'm really getting excited about this. We start uh, officially the first video is live on March 12th. Uh, we don't have our very first um, live Zoom until March 17th. So we've still got a little bit away here. Uh, but there's plenty of time for you to sign up and for your friends to sign up. Now listen, this is a six-week course and it, it's an intense six weeks, but I promise you it's going to help you go through these six things. It's going to help you go through the crucible of life. So check that out. See if it's right for you. Let me know if you have any questions. Now, another thing that you, uh, opportunity, and please, you know, check these both out because one might be good for you. The other one, not so much. Um, some of you, you'll check them out and go, neither one of these are okay for me for right now. Awesome. Some of you are going to check them out and go, Ooh, let's do them both together. Whatever is going on in your life and, and how you feel led by that, that, uh, inner voice, listen to it. So the second option is our spiritual weight loss challenge. So this one officially starts on March 20th and we've run one, one whole cycle of it, uh, which was really powerful. And we have, oh my goodness. So for the self-image mastery, we already have maybe 15, 20 people signed up, but for the spiritual weight loss challenge, we've got about that many people signed up. If you're thinking about doing that seven day challenge, and that one's a free one, uh, I would highly recommend that you sign up right now. I can only take 25 people in that course because there's a, um, an individual session element to it. So as far as time and capacity, I can only do 25. So I think we only have about five, maybe seven slots left. So go check it out. But that one is going to, for seven days, it's going to help you understand your emotions, your autopilot behaviors, and understand what to do with it. Okay. So if you're really, really wanting to learn and grow and become the best version of yourself, you're going to have to go through the crucible of life. And I would highly recommend that you do that with a partner or a group. It's so much easier. Okay. So both are really designed to help you know more about the, the things we've talked about today. And I really hope that I, I get to see you there. So again, if you have any questions, reach out, let me know, uh, follow the links first, check it all out because all the information is there. Um, and then once you've watched those, if you have, uh, more questions, please let me know. Okay. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope this was helpful. I know it was a lot, uh, a little bit longer than what we've been doing lately, but I really, really would like you, uh, just to, to write these six things down and just start to notice when do they show up? Okay. Uh, you know, as you're going throughout life, if you're having an issue, ask yourself, which one of these six things is coming into play? All right. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.